Hey everybody, this is Dan Young. And Craig Morrison. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Total Wellness Radio, where every week, Craig and I bring you natural, non-invasive approaches to today's most common health concerns that you can use immediately in your home with you and your family. So, thank you so much again for Craig, this is Dan, for tuning in to Total Wellness Radio. Hey, good day, everybody. Good afternoon. Yeah, welcome to Country Doctors Wellness Wednesday. Today, Craig and I are going to discuss... Kidney health. Kidney health. So, welcome to the channel here on Facebook. Um, Burr, if you're near Cheyenne or this area... It's cold. Wow. And snowy. Old man winter finally showed up. Yeah. Uh, Snowmobiles on the roads rather than cars today, I think, would be the appropriate thing to do. Hi, Rita. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Rita. So, what we're going to do is, uh, first of all, some signs and symptoms, you know, possible causes, uh, but most importantly, what we can do to some basic things, uh, basic resources. Hey, Scott, thanks for joining us. Basic resources that you can use to really maintain optimum health and performance for kidneys and their ability to perform and do their job properly. You know, kidneys do a lot of different things in the human body, regulating electrolytes, um, the fluid pressures, um, you know, over half... Blood pressure. Yeah, I was just going to mention, over half of the, of the blood pressure concerns that people deal with can be traced back to kidney function. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not a heart issue at all, and it certainly isn't a lack of blood pressure medication. Um, it is a, it's a symptom of dysfunction in the body, and uh, there's a lot of natural things that we can do to, to kind of help it. You know, in Chinese medicine, uh, the skin mm-hmm. is considered the third kidney. Yes, it is. And so you get people with, you know, chronic skin conditions, chronic things of that nature. Um, it could be a real telltale sign that we have a lot of kidney congestion, maybe inflammation, uh, buildup toxins, things of that nature. Or you could have like yeast in there or bacteria, an immune challenge of some kind in the kidneys. It it definitely could be an immune challenge. And Um, most of the time when that happens, you get low back pain that radiates out. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it has an effect on water. It has an effect on glucose. It has an effect on hormones. It has an effect on the immune system, right? There's just so many things. Hi, Linda. Thanks for joining us. There's just so many things that uh, the kidneys play a vital role in. And as we've mentioned many times, this is where modern medicine loses its ability to interpret some of the things that people experience on a regular basis because it's not um, like life-threatening or severely Mm -hmm. chronic, but there's little subtleties of things that take place in the body um, and uh, it points to, uh, you know, taking better care of the kidneys. Well, one of the best things you can do for your kidneys <clears throat> with above all else is drink water. <laughs> yeah. I.e. the other liquid, you the know. other beverage. Yeah. Other beverage. <laughs> not coffee and beer. Coffee and beer are not, are not water. You know, it's, oh, it's so classic. important classic. To, uh, to get at least a half an ounce of 
water per pound of body weight during the winter time and a full ounce during the summertime. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, so remember that. You Half need ounce that in the water winter per, per pound. Mm -hmm. Per pound, per of, body pound of body weight. Okay. You need that water to help keep the kidneys flushed. The it's filtering just, tubules. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they can get You know, congested. they can get really clogged up if you if you're not if you're not number one of the other things is going to the bathroom when you have to. Yeah, don't hold it. Don't hold it because Hi Tina. That blocks that backs things hey, up. Leslie. And it doesn't allow the kidneys to flow. It doesn't allow the the liquids to flow through the kidneys and keep those tubules cleaned. You know, so it's really important to drink lots of water. Yes. Unbelievably important. And I'll tell you another thing we didn't mention is women and hot flashes. Mm-hmm. Women and hot flashes. Over 50% of hot flashes in women is, and because it usually comes on around the change of life, mm -hmm. right? They're going into the change. But it's usually because kidneys are very highly involved in the regulation uh, distribution of uh, strongly influencing hormones. Okay, so as these change, um, those hot flashes can be greatly reduced by properly taking care of the kidneys. Doing you know, some kidney flushes. Yeah, we had a couple of questions here. Let me back down. Let me scroll back down through here. Linda asks, "Can adrenal dysfunction affect the kidneys' urinary output?" <sighs> yes. Here's the it's thing. Part of the endocrine system. Yes. <laughs> I, I was just going to go right there. Here's what people fail to understand in this country because we're so undereducated and misguided. We don't have kidney problems in America. We don't have heart problems. We don't have liver problems. We have an endocrine system problem. Yep. So any area or organ of that system that's stressed, that's overwhelmed, that's dysfunctioning because of either too much toxicity or not enough of the right nutrients a combination of things affects the entire endocrine system okay so you don't have just one organ of 17 that's under stress because of those things i've mentioned mm -hmm. and the rest of them are fine the rest of them aren't involved they're not at play that's erroneous that's not how the body works it's like a rock and a pebble or a rock and a pond it sends out a ripple effect mm -hmm. and so all these other organs are affected by it. so yes adrenal dysfunction can ripple into kidney dysfunction, heart, thyroid, pineal or pituitary, hypothalamus, kidneys, spleen, uh, pelvic organs, reproductive organs. Absolutely. Bladder. So that's an excellent, excellent question, Linda. Thank you for bringing it up. And then we scroll down here to Leslie. What is the best water to drink, distilled or reverse osmosis? This is one of my favorites. I. I mean, distilled water doesn't you drink have anything. purified water. Yes, I right. drink purified okay. water right. more than hey, anything John. else. Um, the only thing, I, distilled water is great, uh, especially if you're trying to cleanse things. If you're just drinking water to drink water, if it's got some natural minerals in it and that, that's really good for you. Um, which one is better? Depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, it, it, it depends on what's going on. For clearing the kidneys, like I love Leslie's question, and I think I might understand the, 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 the uh, practical you know, notion behind asking it, and she'll correct me if I'm wrong. 
distilled water, you know, the old herbalists years and years ago really taught people that if you have cataracts, mm -hmm. if you have gallstones, kidney stones, or bone spurs in the body, yep. one of the best things you can do for about six weeks is drink a gallon of distilled water every day. Here's why, as Craig already mentioned. It's an empty water. It's almost like a hungry water, okay? Yeah. And it will actually help to pull these deposits, which are usually calcium primarily calcium-related because of an over-acidic environment, because of a lousy, faulty dietary pattern, and the body's pulling, it's leaching calcium out of the big bones, femur, the, the jaws, right? But also in the femur, right? The large the bones hips. of the body, hips. And it's leaching out small amounts to buffer the acidity. The problem is, it, once it's leached, it can't be placed back into the bone matrix. It yep. can't be used back in the structure. So it's deposited in the body. And so 80-85% of gallstones, kidney stones, things of that nature, is that calcium. And distilled water, over time, will help to bring that back into a solution mm -hmm. so the body can expel it. It's very, very slow, very, very slow process. For those of you hearing this, maybe for the first time, and question the validity of that, uh, go down to uh, Dr. John Christopher's uh, site. I think you can look him up on either YouTube or you can go to the School of Natural Healing in Springville, Utah, the oldest herbalist school in the country, and check out some of the provings, uh, yeah. findings that he's had with helping people uh, with the drinking of distilled water. Now, reverse osmosis, you're getting a little out of my depth because I don't deal with reverse osmosis. I understand there's a value to it in terms of setting up the electrical charge and it can have a, a pulling effect as well. Um, it but can help to purify the water a little bit. Um, it is purified water, but but uh, from a clinical perspective, uh, distilled water is actually the best, but yes. not forever. That's yeah. the key is because it's a hungry water and it's going to pull. It's going to pull minerals. So you always have to make sure, we have to make sure that we have people consuming a good quality organic mineral, mm -hmm. you know, some things from either Country Doctor Superfood, they're going to ramp that up every day as well to replenish, okay? Um, and so we keep an eye on that type of thing pretty closely. Mm -hmm. But uh, I love distilled water, grew up on distilled water. Um, my folks had a little distiller that made a gallon every four hours, and they do two gallons a day to make it up for everybody to drink. Um, do we drink it all the time and that the only water source? No. But to pull and decongest, uh, I love distilled water. So thank you for the question, Leslie. That was a good, that was a good one. What else? Let's see. What do you got? You got uh, more? What do we got uh, here? Make sure you're drinking lots of fruits and vegetables. The fiber content found, let's see, great answer. Thank you. I drink a lot of well water because it's free and my tap water is horrible. Is that okay? Yes, but here's the thing to remember about water. She's touching on some really important stuff. Mm -hmm. The skin being the third kidney, it's a filtering system. It filters things out mm -hmm. through perspiration, but it'll also draw things in. And your, your well water, make, the biggest thing is the, for the showers. Mm -hmm. The minerals and stuff that's in it or any toxins that are that in are, well That could water. be in it because our aquifers are pretty destroyed these days. A 10-minute shower in hot water is you're going to pull in more toxins mm -hmm. than if you drink two gallons of 
that same water. Eight glasses, for yeah. sure. If you drink that same, you know, the, the water, mm -hmm. um, you will not pick up near as many of those toxins because your body will filter them right. out from the inside. Yep. To where when you take a hot shower, it opens the pores and the whole, all, your whole body is pulling that stuff in. Yeah. So you, you, one of the best things you can do if you've got well water and you're worried about, you know, any toxins that could be in it is get a filter for your shower. Yeah, New Wave Environmental, mm -hmm. uh, I believe, is a company out of Colorado, down in Denver. Mm -hmm. And it's called New Wave Environmental. They have very good quality, very affordable uh, shower uh, head, shower mm -hmm. filters that you can use to, uh, to pull any impurities uh, and out of the bathing water, the shower water. Uh, because Craig is right, when you get the body into hot water, the, the pores expand... And, and we up. will absorb toxins through the water. So, yep. great question. Thank you, Leslie. I think that's good. Hey, hey, Lori. Laura, excuse me. Thank you for joining us. Tina's on. Scott's on. Good. And Rita. Awesome. Okay. So, anybody else have any other questions, please uh, feel welcome to pose them. We are much better at... Uh, you're welcome. We are much better at uh, coming up with answers to these types of questions sometimes than it is going through um, going through the uh, just the topic itself. But some of the resources, right, that we use, besides dietary changes, right, mm -hmm. the, uh, is, is we metal do. and chemical poisoning. People, people that tend to be around a lot of aerosols, paints, mm -hmm. solvents, sprays, cleaning products, uh, working in the cleaning, you know, uh, uh, cleaning companies, things hair, of that nature. Hair and hair uh, salons, nail nails. salons. These are, sources. These are sources of chemicals that really give us a hard time in terms of the body gets overwhelmed and tries to expel it. In fact, Tammy, one of the clinicians here at the clinic, wrote her dissertation on, mm -hmm. on impurities in the system and how we're exposed to them and how the, they affect uh, the body and the hormone mimicking that takes place with fluorides and chlorines and all these different, different things, that this is really, really old science the problem is it's not mainstream, so people aren't aware of it. Yep. It doesn't make it into the right channels where our attention, our eyeballs are focused, and so you're not getting this information, which is, which is tragic. But she, her paper alone found, from a toxin standpoint, that the human body from, from, to the baby in utero, mm -hmm. um, over 320-some or 360-some different environmental pollutants pass from mom, mom to baby through the umbilical cord and over 26 of those were known carcinogenics mm -hmm. and that research is several years old mm -hmm. several they actually took umbilical cord and dissected it dissected it and then you know looked at it through microscopes and found all of these different toxins that are in the system mm -hmm. and it's passed from mother to baby yeah and these kids um, are now teenagers mm -hmm. Um, with severe challenges at a younger age. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Lori. Thanks for joining us. Was that? I said hi, Nikki and Lori. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and these are passed on, and now these kids are struggling with autoimmune problems and a variety of things that they're dealing with. They're told you have allergies and, and uh, all these various 
uh, labels that, you know, ADD, ADHD, and they're giving these children. And then and, they want to give them more toxins. And then we want to give them a drug and make them sit still in a, in a chair with 30 other kids that are yeah. uh, a bit toxic, either from their diet, lifestyle, or both, and say, hey, sit still and learn something. It's pretty tragic. Hey, Jeff, thanks for joining us. So, good, good healthy oils. One of the things that's really important, especially when you have a system like the kidney urinary tract that's under pressure, okay? Mm -hmm. It needs to be pliable. It needs to mm -hmm. be able to expand. Good walnut oil, olive oil, lots of fish, right? These are important things that people are not getting, especially in this part of the country. Mm -hmm. We don't make it a conscious choice of awareness to choose at least fish a couple of times a week minimum and to eat lots of olive oil or walnut oil, different uh, oil sources, omega-3s, black currant seed oil, um, these types of things. Those things help the skin, which is, once again, the third, third kidney. kidney. Yeah, <laughs> and so if it's good for the skin, it's good for the kidneys. Pineapple juice, mm -hmm. but good, good raw, um, you know, fresh pineapple juice loaded with bromelain. Bromelain is a enzyme that naturally will naturally go what's called systemic, gets into the blood, gets into the lymphatic system, and it eats away at things that don't belong. Mm -hmm. And it will help clear the kidneys. So bromelain enzyme is wonderful. Hi, Ruby. Thanks for joining us. Um, from an herbal standpoint, what are some of the things we could well, one talk of the, about from One of the best standpoint? things that you can do from an herbal standpoint is to do kidney flush. Right. And a kidney cleanse, mm -hmm. which we have some products that are designed just for that. Uh, KB and um, kidney bladder. Right. Both of them work very well at actually cleaning and nourishing the kidney tubules. Yeah. Look for things like, from a tea standpoint too, look for like juniper berries. Juniper mm -hmm. berries as a tea is one of the number one proven herbal formulas that will support normal function of the kidneys no matter what the condition is, if there you know, if there's plugging, if there's mm -hmm. you know um, different buildup in you know kidney stones, if you're if you've been injured uh, to some degree, I mean those juniper berries is kind of like nature's remedy mm -hmm. for positioning the body to restore function with the kidneys. It's absolutely fascinating. You can take men too, not just women. This goes for men and women, but men who are having a urinary mm -hmm. issue and they and they think maybe it's the prostate. You can load them up on juniper berry tea for four to six weeks, and man, talk about a lot about of times they get clearing. their flow back. <laughs> yep, talk about clearing up the urinary tract with a natural, uh, non-toxic, non-habit forming, no side effect approach. Uh, that is one of the best things. The other is uva ursi mm -hmm. uh, herb. It's called uva ursi, and uh, again, you can get any of these things. You can get in a tea form. Your body's going to respond and utilize better because it's already liquefied. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you swish it and swallow it, you're already getting, you're pulling things right in transmucosal. You can pull things right into the bloodstream and start supporting the body within a matter of minutes when you're using liquids, right? That's one of the reasons why I believe John Christopher developed up uh, superfoods, mm -hmm. right? It was already in a powdered form. It was high, dense, concentrated nutrition. Make it into a smoothie or throw it in some V8 juice or some pineapple juice or, or water. Or water. We know some people Stir that are tough. <laughs> yeah, they're tougher than me. I can't do it that way. <coughs> Dandelion. Mm -hmm. 
Dandelion is really good. Dandelion is thought to be, you know, kind of a, a liver support nutrient, but it has such a wonderful decongesting effect on tissue. So throughout the digestive tract, the lymphatic system, the liver filtering system, phase one, phase two detox of the liver, kidney filtering systems, right? Can be one of the most amazing teas. So dandelion, juniper berry, uva ursi, these are the kind of the top three nutrients uh, to consider if you're struggling with some kind of kidney issue. You know, the kidneys are, they're vital to life because yeah. they're one of the biggest cleansers in the system. Um, you have to take care of them. You yeah. do not want to end up you don't want to be on dialysis. That's with not dialysis. Fun. That is that is not a, yeah. an, an enjoyable life. Um, We've got two dialysis centers in Cheyenne alone. We're, we're wow. small. We've got not one and but one two, <laughs> two centers. Yeah, you know that are treating people, and uh, I know with certainty that many of those folks' health, if they'll do their part, right? If they'll utilize the resources properly, change their diet, get off processed, refined foods and sugars, uh, and start actually eating a real diet that will support optimum function, um, many of those people would see noticeable, if not remarkable, improvement and change. Um, it depends on how far they've been gone down the, the path of you know, the modern mm -hmm. medical merry-go-round. One of the other things that uh, a lot of people don't really look at as kidney is when people get gout. Oh, thank you. Yeah. When you when you get gout, it means that your kidneys are not doing their job properly, filtering out you uric know, acid. It's it's not filtering the uric acid out. So, if you if you're suffering from gout besides stopping eating red meat, which yeah, is too much pro protein. Uh, yeah, too much meat protein. Mm -hmm. Um you want to there's black cherry juice. Mm -hmm. Which is another really good thing for the kidneys. Yep. Helps, um, to, helps to strengthen and purify. Yep. And if you clean and nourish your kidneys and get them flushed properly, you'll find that it'll help with your gout. Mm -hmm. And it may even alleviate it completely. <laughs> you know, one of the old remedies that were used for for like decades and decades, generations really, um, was the tart uh, cherries, mm -hmm. right? Eat, eat about a quart of tart cherries and uh, it'll clear, it does two things. It helps clear the excess uric acid out, breaks up what's deposited uh, basically, and that's a sample or an mm -hmm. example of excess uric acid. But then it also will, um, will uh, fi uh, filter out the excess uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in the kidneys, Mm -hmm. and uh, restore the filtering capabilities of the filtering tubules, they're called, um, and pulls inflammation out of there. So we're also dealing with some digestive issues, though. Like you said mm -hmm. earlier, too much meat protein sources will contribute to the problem. But when the uh, digestive stress, uh, digestion is on point. Most people that don't, and this is for you folks that don't have gallbladders, you must immediately... Start using uh, something of, that has bile salts, yes. that has bile salt sources in it, so that you can emulsify and break down proteins probably because, and fats, 
because those of you who've lost a gallbladder, mark my words, it's only a matter of time when your blood work says, oh, now your cholesterol is just creeping up and you need another medication to lower the cholesterol now because that number is spooky and, and on and on and on and on. When, uh, you know, we live in a country that 7,000 gallbladders a day are removed and most of that, just like better kidney support and kidney resources could be implemented, people would, would save those. It is an intricate part of digestion. And doctors know this, that, well, you, have, that you need some form of bile salts. Well, you, they know you can live without your gallbladder, so let's just and, take it out. Yeah. They don't tell people, oh, by the way, and if we do that, you're going to have to supplement uh, you know, some betaine hydrochloride, some bile salts, something with every meal so that you emulsify and break down fats and proteins properly, or five to ten, seven years, whatever it is, you're going to be seeing cholesterol levels keep creeping up, and then you're going to have to take another medication. So, yeah. There's, I'm on one of those. Thanks for that. Oh, okay, good. Like a, I, uh, can you clarify, Leslie? Is it like a bile salt or a, a emulsifying agent, a hydrochloric acid, something like that? Let me know. You what know, else we got? We got about five minutes. Would you all mind messaging me privately after this video? I'd love to connect you. Highly sought after. Oh, that's a long message. Yes, we'll look at this when we're done. Thanks. Thanks, Laura. Appreciate it. What is this? Highly sought after. Helping people eliminate their toxins. Yeah, we, we appreciate the comments. We've been working with that kind of thing for 20 years. So, but thank you. Yeah, we'll get a hold of you. You bet. One of the things that, that I think everybody should also understand is if you're having bladder problems, look a little bit deeper into what the issue could be because it, it may not just be a bladder infection. It could be a kidney infection. You know, if you're having chronic bladder problems, mm -hmm. there could be some kidney issues going on that you need to pay attention to yeah. and find out about Usually, it's a yeast issue or a bacterial issue that's like trapped in the kidneys. Right. And it's constantly setting you up for, you know, bladder infections. So just, you know, pay attention to those things. And, you know, don't be afraid to, to call Dan or, or myself. Yeah. No worries, Laura. You're fine. It's and, all good. And ask us. Yeah. You know. Because we're, we're more than willing to uh, you know give you as much information as we can. Yeah. It's 127. We've got to, we've got to roll into exam rooms here in about three minutes. But I would, I would finish with this. Had a, a gal that was a nurse mm -hmm. years and years ago. It was about 12 years ago. She had 17 documented kidney bladder infections, UTIs, in one year. Wow. 17. Wow, wow, wow. And what Craig's talking about is, is, is on point in that... When we did our evaluation, we found that she had two, not one, but two different types of immune challenge stuck in the kidneys. And so what happened was, when we did our evaluation, we found that she had a weakness in her immune system for bacteria and a weakness in the immune system for fungus. So one kidney seemed to improve when they threw on antibiotics, but the other got worse. Mm -hmm. Why? Because antibiotics destroy the microbiome and allow yeast to flourish and overtake areas yep. in the GI tract and other areas of the body that shouldn't be in. Hey, Ruby. Well, thank you. We're glad you're, you've tuned in. 
So we had to do some immune support and some kidney uh, support naturally to support uh, normal function in the human body because pharmaceutically driven function is artificial. That's not normal, mm-hmm. right? And that's why we use those terms because it's the truth. So we had to use things to promote normal function of the human body. And uh, short story long, after about eight weeks, took about eight weeks to get her really stable and really on top of things because they'd messed up her guts so bad uh, and, and destroyed the, the good bacteria colonies with antibiotics. So what happened was, is it took eight weeks. That was several years ago. She's never had another one since, okay? Hey, Marilyn, thanks for joining us. And uh, so, but, but Craig's absolutely right. We found different challenges in the, stuck in the kidneys. Yeah, in each kidney. And each one was a different challenge. Yeah. And no wonder this woman couldn't get well and was, had logged couldn't over. Couldn't stay well. Couldn't stay well at all. Um, and it was just debilitating her health. So mm-hmm. anyways, thank you as always for joining us. We appreciate you very much. Uh, sometimes we fly all over the place and I hope you guys don't mind. If you have any specific topics you'd like to see us cover in the, in the future, be sure and drop a comment. And next week, we will be talking about the endocrine system. That's March 16th, 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, the endocrine system as a whole. This will be also rebroadcast on our Total Wellness Radio podcast. So watch for that. If, you're not, uh, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. Tons of interviews with practitioners from all over the world on there, as well as our topics uh, mm-hmm. every week. So... Uh, So as always, thank you so much. Be blessed. Have a wonderful week. Stay safe. Roads in Wyoming are treacherous. And uh, be blessed. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Thanks again for tuning in. And for more information, be sure and catch us on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Mountain Time at the Country Doctor Nutritional Center Facebook page. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in.